Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. Today, we're going to talk about your money, why. You know, everybody wants money. Everybody thinks they need money, and to some extent, I guess they do, but it's really what money can get for you. So you can't eat money, you can't you know, make a shelter out of dollar bills, at least that I'm aware of. Maybe if you're good at sewing, maybe you can pull that off. But what is your money why? Why do you think you need more money? If you if you do think you need more money, or maybe what is your purpose and your relationship with money? So we're going to explore that today. We're going to talk about core values. So what activities are you doing when you are happy? Is it you know, reading? Is it taking walks? I mean, does it cost any money at all? I mean, I guess you have to live somewhere, so you have to cover the very essentials. We talk about essentials a lot, the food, shelter, clothing aspects. But with that aside, what activities are you doing when you are the most happy? Is it playing guitar? Is it uh, what, what are, whatever your hobbies are? You know, maybe it's watching YouTube. And maybe you can watch YouTube for free, but you had to buy a device to watch it on, you know, whether it's a TV or your phone. What activities are you doing? And does it cost a recurring amount of money? Is it streaming services? I think that's a good place to start because that's going to kind of give us an anchor of to where you're going to start. If you're happy and you know you're happy and you're going to want to support that, so money, you're going to come up with the money so one way or the other. It's interesting how money will make itself available for things that you really want to do. And I would hope that you're doing activities that make you happy. You're supporting them some sort of way. So maybe that's a place to start. In addition to that, what causes are important to you? Do you give to charity? Do you like to volunteer? I mean, that's giving your time. That's time you could be using to make money in some other way, but maybe you're giving your time away. Maybe that makes you happy. If it's a cause that you truly believe in, maybe it's picking up a park or cleaning up trash on the side of the road. If you're an environmentalist, it could be you know, going to rallies for causes that you feel strongly about. And maybe you're going to donate to those causes or give to those charities. Or maybe you're going to mentor someone and, and maybe invest in them. So if that's a cause that maybe is important to you once you have the, the basics covered, then that can be important. So... Understanding your core values, what activities make you happy, and then what causes are important to you that maybe you want to get involved with from a volunteer standpoint or maybe support financially. What changes in the world are you trying to make? Think about that. I mean, I know we're just one of you know, nearly 8 billion people on this blue and green floating ball, but I think we can make a difference, especially at our local level, You know, maybe even on a national level. Or, or global level as well. But we can start with our community. That's certainly something we can do with our friends and families, our communities, our neighborhoods. Maybe you like to do a fundraiser to maybe upgrade a park for the kids in your neighborhood. Could be anything. So what changes in the world are you trying to make? That might lead to your money why. It might help describe why money would be important to you. If you had money, you could put it towards this cause. Next, let's talk about the priorities. It's very hard to take care of anyone else if you can't take care of yourself. So you need to make enough money. You need to have enough money. 
the why may be to take care of yourself first and then you can take care of others. I mean, obviously, if you're a parent, you're going to have to take care of you know, your children. I mean, maybe you don't have to, I guess, but you should. It should be natural. When you get married, you're not only thinking about yourself anymore. You're certainly thinking about someone else. Or if you have a partner, a civil, civil partner, civic partner, then you're starting to think of someone else. But if you, you need to take care of yourself and make sure that you've got enough for you, that way you can share with someone else and grow with them. And maybe the two of you together, you need to talk about your whys because that's going to decide where some of your money is going to go if you decide to have you know activities that are going to make you happy or causes or if you want to make change in the world, you're going to want to put your money towards those things. So make sure you're financially secure first. It's kind of like the airplane analogy. You know, if the, if the mass drops down, you put yours on first. That way you make sure that you are secure and then you can help other people around you. You know, children, small children. You don't want to do it first because if something happens to you, then you won't be able to help anymore. Next is maybe the next level is when you feel secure Maybe the next level is feeling financially comfortable. This is when ends don't just meet anymore. You're able to do some fun stuff with it. You're, you're able to grow your wants. You want to make sure that you take care of your savings, your emergency fund. Make sure that's in place. You want to make sure your retirement, you know, and any higher education goals that you are pursuing for you or your family are taken care of. But when you start going beyond that, you're feeling financially comfortable, then you're going to have more options like with travel or maybe upgrading your home, upgrading your car. This the quality of life things you can start to really start to enjoy with some extra cash. The next level I think is feeling financially independent. This is once your passive income, you know, income that you don't have to directly work for anymore is more than enough to take care of your your essentials, your savings, and your wants. I think this is the level that I'm striving to get to. I would hope that you're trying to strive to get to it too because I think once you get here, money is truly working for you and not the other way around. Now, you may still do some things, but it's also going to let you go back to your money why. What activities are you doing when you're happy? What causes are important to you? Maybe you start a foundation. Maybe you start to help underprivileged people get to a better way in life. So this is feeling financially independent. You've kind of made it. To me, this is the place where you want to be when you no longer have to work. You can work. You can have hobbies. But it won't matter because your money is working for you and you've made it. In my opinion, you've made it at that point. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. What do you think that's making it? Once, you've, once you're independent, financially independent, and even before, I mean, even when you're comfortable, you can start taking care of people around you, close to you, maybe if they're going through some financial hard times. You know, maybe in the past you would have lent them money they would pay back. Maybe at this point you don't need that anymore. Of course, you don't want to be an enabler. You want to make sure that you're helping people, but not to their own detriment. They still need to learn how money works. You can tell them to listen to this podcast. That's a shameless plug, I suppose. There's lots of good information out there. Make sure that they understand how money works too. But, I mean, you're in a position where you can help one. Or if you don't want to you know, directly do cash handouts, you kind of do what we're doing with our kids now. Maybe you go on vacation. You know that they're, they're not doing as well yet and their careers are still trying to get established. You, you bring them along. You know, you say, hey, 
Here's a plane ticket. We're going to meet here. Let's hang out. Yeah. I really enjoy doing that. I mean, I think that's fun. So you start taking care of those that are close to you, friends, family. You know, you start enjoying the finer things, perhaps. And then, you know, finally you start taking care of the future you. I mean, I know you get some retirement, but maybe now that you don't have to work as much, maybe you can start going to the gym more often. Maybe you can go on more walks, take care of the dogs. You can start eating healthier because you have time to cook. You're not just coming home from work real late and having to grab some takeout on the way home. So you start taking care of the future you when you have a little bit more time. You have to be disciplined about it. I mean, it's, it's really easy to stay where you are, you know, continue, especially if you got a little extra cash. Eating out won't matter as much because you've got the, the funds to do it. But maybe you want to start getting into cooking or doing something a little bit more healthy with your choices going forward. So taking care of the future you, that might be a priority as well. Beyond that, you may start thinking about your legacy. You know, start thinking about what do you want to be remembered for? We can make more money. We can't make more time. And unfortunately, all of our time is going to be limited at some point. When we cease to exist, you know, what do you want to be remembered for? Maybe that's part of your why. You start thinking about what do you want to leave behind? Is it a foundation? Is it a trust? Do you want to just leave some stuff for your kids? Or do you want to have a building named after you? Or do you want to be able to, to, to give to something that's going to be greater than you that people will hopefully remember you long into the future. So a little bit of legacy. What do you want to be remembered for? And now, you know, you have to start thinking about that now because you have to be able to do the thing that you want to be remembered for, right? You need to be able to save up for it or get to the level where that's going to be. So what do you want to leave behind for others? You know, this is starting to get into wills and you know, what, whatever your estate is going to be, hopefully you are building a, a big estate, financial estate that you're going to want to take care of. You know, hopefully you don't go out with it zero in the balance, but you need to start thinking about what you want to leave behind for others. And it could be things, it could be houses, it could be real estate, it could be cars, it could be mementos, you know, things you've collected over the year. Maybe you have collection, stamp collection. I mean, I'm just kind of giving some examples, but if you have things that were precious to you, and you want somebody to appreciate them once you're gone, then you need to start thinking about that as well. So that's also a legacy, being able to leave someone that. And then what do you want to leave behind for the world? We're going back to the, do you want a building or a foundation, you know, something that where you just keep on giving, or at least your estate keeps on giving and keeps running. So what do you want to leave behind for the world? If anything, maybe you don't want to leave anything behind. Maybe you're a very private person. You don't want to do that. So something to think about. Money, why? This is, you know, what are we doing all this for? I know, it, you know, when we're right next close to it, it's the essentials, food, shelter, clothing. Once we get beyond that, you know, then we start trying to find some purpose, some things we want to support in life, activities that make us happy, causes that make us happy, you know, changes we're trying to make in the world, whether it's for our immediate self and maybe for our community or maybe for the city, and beyond that, maybe even the world. Setting your priorities. You know, there's different levels of wealth where you're taking care of yourself. You're financially secure. You get comfortable, and then you become independent. You know, if you play the game correctly, eventually you will become independent, especially if you start younger. You know, there will be some luck involved with that, with markets and such, but hopefully if you're doing the fundamentals the boring way, it's not going to get rich quick, but it'll, it'll be boring, and, and, and it'll, it'll work out for you. 
then you should at some point become financially independent. Now, how aggressive you want to get with that, how old you want to be when you when you get to that point, it's totally up to you. You have control over that somewhat. Maybe you need to bolster your skills to be able to get a position that leverages higher pay, but uh, you know, invest in yourself. And then what do you want to leave behind? What do you want to be remembered for? What do you want to leave behind for others? And maybe what you want to leave behind for the world? Hey, reach out to me. Tell me what your thoughts are on your money why. Can you tell me your money why? I would love to hear it. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley. You can find me on X at Sean Townley. And you can check out my website at seantownley.com. And also, if you would like to help support this, please look in the notes. There's a link where you can become a subscriber. I would love for you to help. I'd love for your input. I certainly would give you a shout out if you wanted to do that. Until next time.